Welcome to the TLC Tudors Living Chronicles podcast. In this podcast, our Tudor Ward members record their living histories. I'm your host, Heidi Clay, and here with me today is Elder Kevin Jensen. Hello, it's good to be here. Thank you for being our, our guest today. How about we start off with a couple of favorites? That sounds great. Okay, what is your favorite color? Their color is aqua, like the Miami Dolphins sports team. I love aqua. Mm. That's a very good favorite good one. one. So you must love the dolphins? I love the dolphins. Nice. Um, do you have any other favorite sports that you've got? Um, that's the only one I watch. I only watch football, but mm. I've ran track and I've played football and I've played soccer. It's a big three. Nice. Yeah. Which was your favorite to play? Favorite to play was probably soccer. Yeah, that's a good one. And what was your position? I played forward, so I'd basically just have the defense kick it over, and then I would try to run past everyone and get to the ball. Nice. So are you yeah. very fast? Yeah, that's why I did track as well. Oh, nice. And you must have good hand-to-foot coordination to be able to run the ball I think so, yeah. Nice. Did you ever get any accolades for your sportsmanship? In track, I took ninth place in the state of Utah for the 200 meter. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. What is your favorite food? Favorite food is probably seafood, crab and crawfish, like a big boil. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Have you had some really good seafood up here in Alaska? Not yet. I've only been here for like three or four days or something, but... Oh, so you're brand new to brand Alaska. New. Yeah. Okay, so guess what? Spoiler alert, there's going to be a lot of yummy <laughs> seafood up here. <laughs> Hope so, yeah. Very, very fresh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that that will be awesome for you. Do you have a favorite treat? I'd probably say ice cream. Okay, mm. what type? Um, or any flavor? Bluebell ice cream is a great brand of ice cream. You don't get it around here. It's made in like the south, like Texas. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as flavors, I like it to be extra chunky, very thick. Nice. Okay. Do you have any food allergies? No, no allergies. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. So we can feed you anything. Right, anything. Nice. Do you have a favorite scripture? Favorite scripture? That's a good question. I love Moroni 7, verse 19. Do you have it memorized? Uh, let's see. It says... Wherefore, I beseech of you, brethren, that if ye search diligently in the light of Christ, that ye, um, and search diligently in the light of Christ, and hold on to every good thing, and contemn it not, ye may be a child of Christ. Something like that. That's pretty close. <laughs> That's wonderful. Why does that resonate with you? Because my testimony has been based pretty much entirely, at least it, it was, on Christ's example. And that was the first thing I fell in love with as far as the church is Jesus Christ and his example. And so I just loved the idea of holding on to every good thing, following goodness. And then when I read that, when he says, you may be a child of Christ, I was like, I want to be a child of Christ. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I love how in the scriptures it also says that if you are doing good and holding on to Christ, you can't be holding on to the adversary right so exactly. that you know that okay I am following Christ so I am doing good absolutely yeah wonderful do you have a favorite holiday Favorite holiday probably Christmas not an exciting answer but it's a good one 
my favorite answer too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite service project? Favorite service project? Um, I like helping people move. I think moving stuff is fun. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, everybody out there in, <laughs> in podcast land, you're going to be wanting Elder mm -hmm. Jensen. I got you. <laughs> nice. So tell us where you're from. I'm from Orem, Utah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Have you lived there your whole life? Yes, different spots in Orem. I lived in Eagle Mountain as a baby. don't really remember that, though, but yeah, Orem. Okay. So if you've lived in Orem, Utah your whole life, how have you been exposed to Texas and uh, Miami Dolphins? Yes. Well, it all comes from my dad. Okay. So my dad served his mission in Louisiana, and they have bluebell ice cream down there, so he knows about bluebell. He's brought it to here, and we love it. Okay. And the Miami Dolphins, he... He tells a story that he had a pencil when he was a kid, and he liked the logo of the Dolphins. But I have a theory that Dolphins were just good when he was a kid, and so he was kind of a bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> but he still likes them today, and they're not so good anymore. So, and You just have to, with your sports teams, you have to stick with them and then right. ride that wave. Exactly, like a dolphin that's wave. how it goes. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so you sound like you're pretty uh, tight with your dad. Is that yeah. a... A true so. statement? Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell us about an example that he's given you that you would like to emulate. Yeah, my dad is incredibly humble. I've always kind of, I don't know, overlooked his accomplishments in work or school or whatever. But I think it's just because he doesn't talk about it as much. But when I look at him and what he's done, I think he's just so impressive. But he's very uh, just down to earth and humble at the same time. And that's something I've always tried to look forward in him is to be more humble. That's awesome. Do you have siblings? Yes, I have four siblings in the oldest. Okay. So, of course, you don't know any different than other than being the oldest brother. Um, how is that experience for you? The oldest has been fun. You're always kind of naturally the leader of, of the younger ones. Mm -hmm. I've always enjoyed that. Um, and it's it's been good to kind of have a natural inkling to just take care of those younger you know so does nurturing come pretty easily for you or is it fixing uh, I think it comes pretty easy yeah, yeah. Uh, now which one nurturing or, or fixing for them or both oh what do you mean by fixing um, they have a problem so you're like I'm gonna fix it for you gotcha yeah or you lead them to be able to fix it themselves that is a great question Wow, I've never thought about that before. But, um, yeah, you know, I think I think for a while I was probably just fixing. Like, I'll just take care of it. But as I've gotten older, I try to think about, like, how I'm going to be parenting my kids. And I think it's important to teach and nurture how they can take care of things for themselves. Right, so that they're able to lean on you, but right. able to take care of it as much as they can themselves. Yes. Nice. Now, do you have all brothers, all sisters, or a mixture? I have two brothers and two sisters. Oh, okay. So you've got a nice, yeah. <laughs> even mixture. What makes it uh, really special to be with each of your siblings? Each of my siblings, um, just the time that we've all had together, that makes it really special. I think we all have individual memories with each other. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's like almost nostalgic just being with them, spending time with them, remembering all the things that we did as kids or the movies we watched and all that stuff is... Right. Is There's just a strong tie. Is there a particular smell 
that if you smell it, you're like, the memory comes back immediately and you can relive the entire situation? Yeah, I, I come across those all the time, but I can never really put my finger on what it is or where it came from, but... Except when it actually is happening. Right, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, tell us your favorite story about Christmas. What's your favorite memory? Favorite memory of Christmas? Um, I feel like every Christmas is my favorite Christmas. <laughs> Does your family have specific traditions? We, I think we just kind of do the regular Christmas stuff. We get together with family, mm -hmm. open presents. and. Now, you know. is it a free-for-all when you open presents, or do you go one by one around, like oldest to youngest, youngest to oldest, so yeah. everybody can see? We'll go one by one, but there's never really an order specifically. Just kind of whatever we decide that year, I think. Okay. And how about the situation with peaking? Do you and your siblings, or did you when you were younger, did you run down and peak, or were you allowed to peak, or was it, nope, everybody has to go down as a family? There's no peaking, but I have um, helped out with Christmas before. Like, my siblings would go to bed, mm -hmm. and I'll come up and help my parents put stockings together or whatever, but I have never peaked. I've never looked at a present or anything like that. That's one of my mm -hmm. most favorite things is helping yeah, uh, so with the, the behind the scenes of Christmas. I absolutely love that. Okay, so tell us about what made you decide to come on a mission. Um, you know, when I decided to come on a mission, I pretty much only, not completely only, but I um, was only really focused on Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. I still wasn't 100% sure on the church or the Book of Mormon or things like that. But I remember just having a very strong feeling like, okay, well, I love Jesus and I know that he'd want me to serve a mission, so I'll come out and do one, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was, that's kind of how it went. I remember talking to my parents, because they're not, they're not active. They don't believe or anything, but they were like, so what do you think about the church? What about all the reasons we left for? And I was like, you know, honestly, I don't know, but <laughs> I know that I love Jesus and I don't want to serve a mission, so, yeah. And then through all that time, preparation, everything, I, I definitely could say, no, the church is true. Nice. And it is all about Jesus. Right. It, it, the answer to every question is Jesus. That's wonderful that you, you thought that. So have they been supportive of you coming on a mission? Oh, yeah. They're supportive. They know that I'm following my heart and what I believe is, is right. So they're excited nice. for me. Awesome. Was there any place where you were like, yes, please let me go here, or please, Heavenly Father, don't let me go here? <laughs> um... No, not really. I think I didn't want to serve South America for a sec because everyone went to South America. And, you wanted to be different. Right. And then I was like, I don't want to serve in the States, but then um, I think that it's kind of cool to serve in the States. This is just to be in what's familiar, you know. Right. So I think I had a phase of every place on earth that I wanted to or didn't want to. but That you're like, yes, and then no, yes, right. no, yes, no, until it actually exactly, happened. Yeah. And a lot of people, even though we are the 49th state, we're not even the 50th state, we're the 49th <laughs> state. Um, a lot of people don't consider us part of the United States because we're not the, in the contiguous 48, or mm. the lower 48 is what we call it up here. Right. So you're kind of in a hybrid of the states, but really far away, so kind of not the states that people think of. So you kind of get that little bit right. of hybrid there. It's a little foreign. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about when you opened up your your call. Yeah. So this isn't actually my original assignment, Alaska. Oh, tell us about this. Yes. So when I opened my original call, I went to I went to by myself up to this um, trailhead called Dry Canyon. Which I spent so much time there with friends, and it was right in my backyard, pretty much. But uh, I went there, I opened it, and it was to Australia. Oh my I goodness! Like, I was so excited. I remember just running around. I was jumping and screaming. <laughs> right. It was so cool. Um, and then. I came home and my parents were outside. They were like, we wanted to be in the same area as you because they knew I was outside. Um, but so Australia, I should be going there shortly, maybe this transfer or whenever, but Alaska. Oh, are you waiting on your visa? Yes, it's actually here now, but I kind of hurt my knees, so they got to take care of that first. It's, it's been oh, a, so kind of you're a actually headed to <laughs> Australia. Yes. You get to have both A, Alaska, and A, Australia, completely different. Right. So you actually get... a. Think of it this way, a short mini mission to Alaska, and then your mission to, I'll show you. That's amazing. That's yeah. wonderful. So cool. And they're both AAM, the missions. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> for you. That's awesome. Yeah, I was really excited. And then when I opened my call for Alaska, I, I was just ecstatic because there's two girls in my district who were at the MTC who were going there as well. So that's when I opened it, MTC. Oh, nice. So I don't know where, I don't remember where they're serving right now, but we got to fly together, so that was fun. Sister Brown and Sister Bertelson, if, if they're listening. Nice. <laughs> Looking forward to your Australian leg of your mission. Um, is there anything that you're like, oh, yes, please let me experience this before I go back home? Yeah, I I would love to be in the outback a little bit, kind of in the deserty area of Australia. I want to be in the most in like the unique parts, places that don't feel like home, places that feel different. Right, yeah. so that you can have that different experience and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you will get. Please take pictures or have your companion take pictures of when you're around kangaroos or wallabies or mm-hmm. um, koalas. So that you've got those memories. Absolutely. And then you'll have to share them with us too. But mostly for you, but for us too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So what has matured your testimony the most in the Savior? Um, In the Savior, I think reading the Book of Mormon, hearing the stories and having seen all come together. It really is another testament of Jesus Christ. And it's so cool to see how that ties in with everything that I believe in the Book of Mormon. Is all about Jesus Christ. Even when you're in the the war chapters and things, it's it's really all about Him. Yeah, absolutely. Were you able to see any of the new, uh, relatively new, church videos on the Book of Mormon before you came on your mission? I've seen a few of them, but I didn't get around to watching a bunch. The Third Nephi ones. Yes. Very very so cool. Good. Very cool. Um, if you could send a message. A hundred years into the future for your posterity, what would you tell them? A hundred years into the future. I would tell them to, to follow their heart and to do what they believe in. That's, That's awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Do you have a skill that you're pleased with? I play guitar. Oh, yeah. nice. Acoustic or electric? I have both. Oh, nice. How long have you been playing guitar? Since ninth grade, so freshman year high school, 
so five, six years, something like that. Nice. You will be able to, in Australia, uh, you could maybe do it here as well, but definitely in Australia, I think there will be a couple of opportunities for you to share that talent with the people uh, in your areas. I hope so. And that will that will draw people in, for sure. Uh, I have a, a good feeling about that. Is there a skill that you've always wanted to learn? Um, probably music. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know much music theory. I've always felt kind of like I've been lagging behind in my guitar skills because of that. But so, do you play by ear then? Yeah, or I look at tablature or. Yeah, I never really take guitar lessons, mm -hmm. so sometimes I feel like I don't know how to play guitar, but <laughs> that's somehow how it works. But I would love to be able to play piano or just look at sheet music and have it make sense, you know? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah to be able to read right. music. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. What do you consider your greatest accomplishment? My greatest accomplishment um, probably would be the... Um, the good person I've become. I think that I have been not so great before, and so I love to look back and see how different I am and how much love I have for people, because that, that wasn't always there, but mm -hmm. I'm very pleased with that change that I've been able to make. That's wonderful, and frankly, that's the best comparison ever, is to compare yourself to your previous self not to anyone else but to see the progress that you have you have made that's mm -hmm. wonderful what was your best vacation mm, that's a good question um yeah i i love going to california visiting my family um it's hard to pick a best one they were really amazing i i went to uh, colorado with some friends recently to see a concert i went to california to see another concert that was really fun it might be a concert i went to see the band weezer i was playing my favorite concert okay i went to on vacation that was going to be my follow-on question <laughs> who who did you go see yeah yeah it was it was weezer green day and fallout boy oh nice yeah it's a good good crew now was that in colorado or was that in california that was in california san diego okay and what concert did you go to in Colorado. It was sublime. Nice. Yeah. So music is very important to you. Absolutely, yes. Nice. Does the Holy Ghost ever speak to you in lyrics? Yes, I think so. I think one of the first times I really felt the spirit, I was going to a thing called tunnel singing, mm -hmm. where at BYU people gather in um, a tunnel outside the basketball court, or where BYU plays basketball and they just sing hymns in a tunnel. I mean, when I first went, I didn't really For know the, the hymns. Acoustics? Yeah, okay. acoustics are nice. I didn't know the hymns really. I didn't know the, the the music at all. But I was just like, wow, why do I enjoy this so much? Why do I feel so good? Um, but yeah, music is absolutely a huge place. I feel the spirit. Nice. I actually have that happen to me as well. The the Holy Ghost will speak to me in music lyrics. Sometimes, mm -hmm. not always, but sometimes he'll talk to me that way. Yeah, that's amazing. That's wonderful. Do you have a, a favorite hymn? Favorite hymn is probably Lord, I Would Follow Thee. That yeah. seems appropriate for you. <laughs> and that's actually a really beautiful, beautiful song. Do you have a favorite song, not churchy, uh, or a favorite genre? 
Yes. Favorite song ever is Say It Ain't So by Weezer. Okay. Yeah. And favorite genre? Um, I don't think I stick to any genre particularly. Like, I think I like music in pretty much every genre, but if there's one genre I like, even if it's bad, like if the song isn't good, I still enjoy it. It's probably blues music. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can have a huge range of of what you do like. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like, uh, some people think that you can only like country or R&B right. or, or whatever. Um, but no, you can actually have all kinds of, of types of music. Have you ever heard a, a didgeridoo, what it sounds like? Yes. Yeah. I love the sound of that. It's pretty wild, yeah. Yeah, hopefully you'll be able to have that experience so. in Australia. Is there anything else you would like to record or tell us? Um, I'm not sure. I think I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. Uh, uh, memory that you've had from sixth grade that you're like, yeah, I want to record that or something <laughs> like that. Um. No, nothing comes to mind. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do our random question. All right. How about that? Yes. Um, this is a question that is just randomly plucked out of our book. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. And if you want to do more than one, we can do that as well. So why don't you tell me a number between 1,500 and 2,000? Um, 1,994. What was the... 1994. 1994. Okay. I thought I heard that correctly. 1994. Is that the year you were born? No, it's the year Weezer released the Blue Album. Ah. Okay. What do you define as classy? Do I define as classy? Um, I think subtle, but elegant things that are not not necessarily flashy or standoutish but things that are very nice in in a subtle way okay mm-hmm. okay and i do have one question before we finish okay for your children since you're you're thinking of how you want to to help your children and using your parents example um and using the example of how to help your siblings what message would you give your children that they'll be thinking dad's an old man and he's never had any kind of experiences he doesn't know what I'm going through what would you tell them I would tell my kids or my posterity or whoever that pride is the enemy and if you rid yourself of pride you will have so many blessings and be able to experience life so much more fully and then have the example of their grandpa, of your dad being so humble, mm. which is the opposite of pride. Right. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us? I don't think so. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing your incredible life, and you'll continue to have an incredible life. You'll have to tell us how Australia turns <laughs> out yes. for you. Thank you for sharing it with us today. Join us next time on TLC, Tudor's Living Chronicles, for another exciting episode of a Tudor Ward member's living history.